the college basketball experience, Arizona versus Houston, sweet 16 game preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. The WinBet casino is now offering a hundred percent deposit match for up to a thousand dollars for new users. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 25 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, don't forget to download the SGPN app for your chance to win $3,000 in the DJ dance. So come dance with us and download the SGPN app for free in the App Store and Google Play Store. Let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the college basketball experience. Sweet 16 solo game previews between the Houston Cougars and the Arizona Wildcats. My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm welcoming you to the land out under as we got the music going. And I gotta Nobody just say, knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. Boom! No one touches Dundee. I went seven and one on Sunday ATS, folks. Uh, but look, for this one, I needed a deeper dive. I'm just an idiot out here drinking some beers, you know, uh, handicapping games. I wanted to go deep. All right. Houston Cougars have been one of the best stories I think in college basketball, really over like the past two or three years. And I'm going to dive even deeper into that because I got to welcome on my guys, the host, two of them, the host of, uh, I think the premier Houston Cougar football or basketball or, or shit, probably other sports too. Uh, give it up for the host of the Scott and Holman podcast. And that's P a W D C a S T my guys, Dustin Resink and Sam Raz. How you guys doing? Hey, you're doing pretty good, Colby. Good, good to be talking to you. Did I butcher that? Rensink, yeah. Rensink, right? Rensink, you nailed hey. it. Uh, my apologies. My apologies. I thought I, I thought I, I might have said Resnick, but uh, Rensink. It's D- kind of like the guy from the Goo Goo Dolls, but very different at the same time. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I mean, l- look, I, I, I'm curious. You know, this season has not been a a normal season for for Houston because I know last year you had the Final Four season. You're thinking, hey, you know, I know we lost some key pieces, but maybe we can do that again. And and probably what about ten games in? You're thinking we can do it again. And then Marcus Sasser and Tremont Mark, both at, at different stages in the season, uh, got out for the year. And that was Sasser, obviously, huge player in the tournament a season ago. Same with Mark, uh, but 
Sasser was the leading scorer on the team, and Mark, I believe, at the time was the third leading scorer. What was your first reaction? And I'll go, I'll go one by one here. What was your first reaction, uh, Dustin, when when that news hit? Oh man, it was it was disappointing. Uh, he, losing both of those guys, you lose one, you feel like maybe you could uh, kind of rebound and be, you know, some version of the same team. But losing both of them, you know, I really felt prior to that point, I felt like Houston was a a national title contender, and I felt like that kind of. Uh, you know, at least at the time, I felt like that kind of removed uh, the Cougars from uh, consideration. At this point, they're in the Sweet 16, though, so obviously they uh, they proved me wrong. They uh, they they're in consideration certainly at this point, but it certainly felt like I remember the first thought is just man, this this lowers our ceiling, this lowers our floor for the rest of the year. I'm not jumping off the bandwagon. I still felt at the time and ended up being right that you know Houston could be, I think, still would be the favorite in the American. They ended up proving that correct certainly, um, but uh, winning convincingly in the tournament has proven that. Uh, any conceptions that this team wasn't going to hang with uh, anyone in the country, I think have been uh, proven wrong at this point as well. Yeah. Yeah, certainly Sam. Now, now did you think, what did you think? I mean, did you think like, Hey, we're still a tournament caliber team or did you think like, man, I don't know, maybe I might have to wait till next year. I think we still had a tournament caliber team. You know, obviously like Dustin said, I think at the time I was really thinking that, Hey, this lowers our ceiling and floor a bit, you know, after the first 10 or so games, you know, with Marcus Sasser playing at the time at an all American level, you're thinking, okay, this team's ceiling is about as high as, as you could possibly envision. And, you know, losing those two key guys, it's like, okay, well, you know, Marcus Sasser and potential all American season, not having him isn't going to make you better. But I still thought, you know, you still had guys like Kyler Edwards, Jamal shed, uh, even as his roles expanded. Now he was already showing before those two guys went down that he was somebody who took a major step up from his freshman to sophomore year we knew coming into the season that it was borne out even when the roster was hundred percent healthy, that this was Kelvin Sampson's best, you know, most offensively adept uh, front court. So we knew there were other good guys. And even after that, you still had to deal with Kyler Edwards missing a key road game at temple, Jamal shed missing nearly all of another nail biting road game against Tulsa both ended up being Cougar wins. So you knew the depth was there, but boy, the depth really got tested. But I, I think, I think if you had told me uh, Christmas Eve when Marcus Sasser officially said, Hey, I'm done for this current season, that this team would win the American regular season title of games to spare and win the conference tournament against Memphis, who by February seemed to figure out all the talent they had in their roster. You know, I, I think you have had to pinch me. I, I wouldn't have believed in that. Now, plus, you know, a trip to the Sweet 16 after two pretty convincing wins in the opening weekend. It's, you know, it's, it's like a fever dream, really, that this program could lose, you know, Marcus Sasser, a guy who was you know, on pace for an All-American season. It's Ramon Mark, who before this 2022 class that's coming in, that's pretty stocked with top 100 guys, was probably U of H's biggest high school recruit of the Kelvin Sampson era. To lose those two guys and to still be where this team is, I, I think it's just, it's just nothing short of incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, I made the case and and I'm not trying to disrespect Ed Cooley. I'm a big Providence guy and, and, and Tommy Lloyd, who you're going to see uh, on Thursday, but I thought Kelvin Sampson should have been coach of the year. I know people say, Oh, the AAC was down. I don't care. I don't know how many teams, I don't know how many teams if you lose two of the top three best players would even, would even make the NCAA tournament. I don't care what conference you're in. I, I like, I mean, I, I don't think Gonzaga wins the WCC. If you take away Timmy and Holmgren, you know, I, like I just point out also Memphis in the AAC didn't have Landers, Nolly and Deandre Williams for extended period. And they lost to teams like ECU and Tulane. So it's, it's not, you know, the best league. I'm not going to oversell the AAC here, but 
it's a good enough league that if you're not full strength, it could, you know, it could bite you. Yeah. And remember I went to UCU. So uh, low blows, low blows. All right. (laughs) Uh, Next year's our year. Next year's our year. I've been saying that for 30 years, guys. no, so here we are. You got you, you're in the NCAA tournament. You've won the first two games, and I, I was on uh, I was on Houston in both those games. Now Arizona is a team to me. I actually pre uh, you know right after Selection Sunday, I had Arizona winning the national championship, and I feel like a little bit of a fool because as I watched Kentucky lose to St. Peter's, and I saw the stat of a Kentucky only having like. I don't know, like uh, one or two guys that have ever played in an NCAA tournament game. I go, Ooh. And then I looked at Arizona and I go, they don't have any. And I go, that's going to catch up to them at some point. Uh, it almost caught up to them with TCU. And I think, you know, depending on who you ask TCU fans might've been pretty, uh, pretty upset with the non-call by the half court uh, with that game winding down. But um, uh, here they are, they've made it thus far. I heard my bracket submitted, but at the same time, I, 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 I'm one to, I'm, I'm on, I'm on the fade train with, with Arizona right now. And I know that they've been amazing all year. I remember watching Arizona at Illinois. I think it was sometime in December. And I said, Holy shit, this team passes the ball. Well, they're super athletic. They're really in tuned, uh, you know, as a team, I, they've played the most like a team that I can recall that this past year, but tournament experience is tournament experience. And my brother who's on my show all the time, he says uh, he was all over this play is in thinking, Hey, Houston's like the perfect team to really mess with Arizona. When you look at uh, what Houston does well, and especially what Arizona doesn't do well, like Arizona's 251st in the nation at turning the ball over. Well, Houston's 39th in the nation in steals. That seems like a bad matchup from the start there. Um, but what were you, what'd you make before I dive into all the analytics? What do you make of this matchup? And uh, do you think, I mean, I know you're, you're Houston guys, but I'm saying like, do, do you think like, okay, we can, we can definitely win this game. Yeah, honestly, my, my first gut reaction is kind of that this game feels like uh, more or less uh, a coin flip to me. I feel like this one really is going to be pretty close. Could go either way. You know, we're big Ken Palm guys. Ken Palm sees it as pretty. I think Ken Palm actually sees Houston as like a two point favor, one point favorite or something. Sees it as essentially a a coin flip game. And certainly, you did see um, in the Arizona TCU game some of the things that you feel like maybe UH could take advantage of. TCU really uh, crashed the offensive glass like crazy and made uh, Arizona pay for their their lack of defensive rebounding, uh, which has been uh, an issue for them at uh, at points this year. And that's obviously something that Houston that's kind of the, the one of their defining characteristics is that they uh, they do crash the gra- the glass pretty hard. Made uh, Indiana pay uh, certainly uh, with some uh, some second chance points. Um, and then, like you said, the turnovers that Arizona hasn't created a lot of turnovers or done a great job taking care of the ball. Houston has excelled both at holding onto the ball and creating turnovers. So it feels like a game where the Cougs could have a, a significant uh, turnover margin. And if you add a significant turnover margin to a def- decent offensive rebounding margin, that's kind of the Houston, you know, how, how, how Houston wins. They get, you know, eight more shots than their opponent than because they kept uh, getting offensive rebounds and turnovers and and that ends up, uh, you get that many more shots quite often. Uh, you win the basketball game. So I think there's definitely a path for Houston there, but you know, also not under the illusion that Arizona is not a uh, really, really good offensive team. Uh, they got a couple of big guys that can really score. They're going to make uh, you know, just to absolutely test Josh Carlton and Fabian white. 
Um, so should be, I think a really competitive contest expecting this one to come down to the wire. Most likely. Yeah. And, and Houston, what third in the nation at offensive rebounds, but Arizona at 28th isn't, isn't bad at all, but Houston third in the nation. I think that could be a deciding X factor as well. Sam, how about you? What do you think of this game? Uh, go, you know, you think uh, close matchup. Do you think, you know, what, what advantages I know he, you know, uh, uh, Dustin just keyed in on some of those, but uh, do you see anything else there? I would say all the optimistic stuff Dustin said, I, I would co-sign that we would also just to play devil's advocate. You know, Houston lost five games this year. Three of them were extremely close games, losses to SMU, uh, the Alabama and Wisconsin at the uh, Valley Invitational here in Vegas. That were all by a bucket, all essentially coin flip games that really could have gone either way. The only two games where the Cougars really got dominated this year, really, you know, in those contests looked second best were games against the Memphis Tigers in the regular season, two double digit losses, uh, one, one that broke a few year uh, home court winning streak. The Cougars have at the Fertitta center. And I don't think that's a, you know, it's an apples to apples comparison. You know, Memphis is the team that forced a lot of turnovers this year, Arizona, uh, like y'all, I think we're talking about not really a team that's as disruptive defensively, but in the Cougars in those two losses to Memphis, yeah, I think really struggle with the Tigers length and really struggle with the Tigers length specifically uh, in their backcourt and the ability of Memphis to throw big, long guys at Kyler Edwards and Jamal shed and Tajay Moore. And I think Arizona can do something similar though. Again, an important distinction here that they're less disruptive uh, just something Dustin said, uh, you know, the, the wildcats height, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily concerns me, but Christian Coloco is a very skilled big guy. There's not very many teams in the country that could throw three very degrees of good six eleven or taller guys at you. And the Cougars have Josh Carlton, who's been an absolute revelation. I think one of the best endorsements for Kelvin Sampson and the staff's ability to find guys from other programs that just perfectly fit what Houston wants to do. But Josh Carlton's really your only guy size wise that can you know really match up that way with Arizona's big bad. You know, I'm not saying Reggie Cheney and Wandy Roberts, the, the Cougars two big men that come off the bench aren't going to you know grind and scrap it and try and make those guys lives difficult, but it's an undeniable height advantage. They're one of the very tallest teams in the country. They're going to throw a lot of length at the Cougars. That's the thing that scares me the most, but you know, going, you know, going full circle here, I still think like Dustin said, this can be a very close game. This is a game where the Cougars match up well in key areas. It's a game where the Wildcats match up well in key areas. And it's fair to note that the Cougars have not seen a team as offensively proficient as the Wildcats are this year. The Cougars have seen some good offensive teams, but I think it's fair to say the Wildcats are on a different level than even the best, the best teams that we've seen the Cougars go against uh, this year. Yeah. And, and to me, like two of the things that stand out that might dictate this game, besides the turnovers that I alluded to earlier, um, I, I think the free throw line, if it's a close game, Houston is 324th in the nation at free throw percentage. Meanwhile, Arizona is 97th. Um, and then the pace, who is going to win the battle of the pace is a question. I mean, I know that's, you know, subjective in a way, but uh, Houston's 316th, Arizona's 20th in pace. Um, uh, but that doesn't mean the team with the faster pace doesn't always win the game. I, I mean, if anything, I think it's almost 50, 50, but um, I'm curious who is going to have to step out of their own game to play, you know, is Houston going to have to play at a little bit of a faster pace to, to accommodate you know, Arizona scoring, perhaps, I don't know, but I think that's something uh, I, I have circled to see, you know, what can happen here as an X factor. Um, 
Now Vegas opened up this spread at two. Uh, it is down to one and a half as I'm seeing currently. The totals at one forty-five. I'll start with the total, guys. What do you What do you think if you had to go? Uh, I know you're Houston fan, so the defense. So does that mean you're going under on one forty-five? You think if you had to? Well, Good question. You know- yeah, I usually don't make. Uh, I, I don't like making score predictions. I got pressed for one of the Arizona uh, blog that had us on. And I think I came up with uh, one forty-seven was my point total and uh, the score that I predicted there. So, you know, I feel like, you know, so as much as I like Houston's defense, I feel like Arizona is going to score some points. They are going to play at a fast enough pace, and I think the Cougars, you know, do have the athletes to get out in transition. So, if they are turning Arizona over a lot, that could lead to uh, to some fast break uh, points. I think sometimes Houston's pace stats end up getting bogged down a little bit because of those offensive rebounds. They have so many long possessions that are not necessarily about them playing super slow that it's just, you know, they, if you get four or five shots, you're going to have a lot of long possessions in your game. Um, so I think Houston does have the athletes to play at some pace that might, you know, number of possessions goes up, um, you know, then all of a sudden, uh, you know, you get a higher score And Houston. I think the only, the two Memphis games are the only two games all year. Houston hasn't scored uh, at least a point per possession. So if this gets, ends up being a, a 70 possession game or more then I think uh, you, you could uh, see the over uh, hitting that one. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, you feel the same way. If you had to, I know that's a tough question. I was me. Oh. I, I don't love over and under plays that often besides the first half unders in the first part of the NCAA tournament, the first uh, uh, round. But uh, if you had to there, what would, what would you lean Sam? Would be a little contrarian and say under. You know, I, I don't again disagree with anything Michael has said, and I think the Cougars this year, like Justin said, it's, it's a team that I think the pace stats get skewed a little bit by a lot of long, you know, multi-offensive rebound possessions. And I think you've seen in some games this year where the Cougars have come up against an opponent that wants to play fast. I used a couple of recent examples, even though acknowledging that Arizona is a tougher specific challenge than these two teams, but the conference championship game against Memphis, who's a, a very high end pace team and uh, UAB, who I would say was definitely, I think like top 20% or so in the country uh, in terms of pace, those teams wanted to play fast and U of H obliged and beat both teams by double digits. So I, I don't think the Cougars will have a problem playing fast this one, but you know, I could also see you know the Cougars presenting matchup problems for some of the Wildcats best scorers. I, you know, I'm going to say, under here, but where it's going to be an under that's just that. I, I would say maybe like a we finished that point total of 142, 143. It's going to be close to that number, but you know, sake, sake of contrarianism, sake of uh, uh, disagreeing with my host for like once this year, <laughs> I'm going to say under. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. The line's at one and a half, guys. Uh, and I'll let you guys know. I'm not saying this to cater to you guys. I've said this on our SGP main feed. Uh, I've switched my bracket. Uh, I mean, I, I turned my, I submitted my bracket in Arizona is my national championship winner, but I can't unsubmit that. And, and, and me forecasting the bracket, the remainder of the uh, NCAA tournament, I have Houston winning this game. I really do. I, I think the lack of tournament experience. And I do think you brought up a great point for what TCU was able to do with Arizona. I'm sure Kelvin Sampson's watched that probably a hundred times already this week. So uh, I'm not going to make you forecast this game. I'm going to just say this. All right. So I'm not going to make you handicap this because I think you're both going to say Houston will get it done. I want you to explain to me how it's going to happen. Will it be a close game? Uh, well, just take a guess. Just, I mean, throw it. I don't I don't know if you uh, you've done this already on air or not, but uh, Dustin 
Sa- uh, Thursday, I almost said Saturday, Thursday, 6 59 PM. What is going to happen between the Houston Cougars, Arizona Wildcats, and wh- wh- what's going to, what's going to be the final result and what's going to, who's going to be the end. Who's, who's the difference maker that takes Houston to the next round. Oh man. I'm, uh, I'm going to say that uh, Houston gets it done. I think, uh, Jamal Shedd is my difference maker. Who's going to, I like him against some of uh, Arizona's uh, point cards. I think he's, he's going to create some turnovers, be one of the big uh, defensive difference makers. And I think you're going to see a Houston team that is, is playing with house money at this point. I mean, there's, there would, this is the team that wasn't supposed to be here. They get to be the underdog, you know, the lower seed and, and, you know, Arizona, I feel like is the team that was, everyone's kind of talking about how lucky they were to get through the last round. And I, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, th- I think they're going to be the ones feeling the pressure. I think Houston, I guess, I mean, even as fans, I think every Cougar fan I've talked about going into this game is just no pressure whatsoever because I mean, Hey, we, this, we, we had a final four last year. How you can't complain about anything the year after that. And, you know, especially with missing two players. So I, I feel like it's a no pressure versus high pressure situation. You see the Cougs just come out playing loose. Arizona plays tight as a result of that. The Cougars forcing a bunch of turnovers and uh, dictating the play of uh, the pace of play that way. Jamal shed leading the way has uh, 10 or 11 assists and uh, three or four steals and uh, it's probably double digit scoring as well. And he's your uh, MVP as the Cougs uh, move on to the elite eight. Boom. There we go. Sam, how about yourself? I'm going to, I agree with a lot of what Dustin said there, but I think my key player for the Cougars is going to be Fabian white junior. I think he's coming off one of his, one of his worst games this entire season against Illinois. And I think that underscores how incredible the win over Illinois was that Fabian white junior, a guy who's been incredibly key to this team this year, an all conference guy, a fifth year, Know, kind of veteran leader, a, a guy, you know, really a guy bringing the kinds of things that only a guy who's been in this program five years can bring. Yeah, he's he's going to be motivated off that really uncharacteristic performance uh, against the Illini. He's going to really stretch the uh, Wildcat big men uh, in a way that maybe they're not expecting. I think they're going to underestimate him a bit. He's going to have a couple of made three pointers. You know, I think I think it's going to be a classic Fabian White, fifteen points, nine boards, six offensive boards kind of game. And I think Jamal Shedd versus Dale and Terry is, is another really strong potential matchup for the Cougars. I think Kirk Lisa, who's been a very important guy for Arizona this year. I think the fact that he's not coming this one, a percent healthy coming off a, a pretty bad game against TCU by his standards, which, you know, understandable given the injury he suffered in the Pac-12 tournament. Uh, I think, I think Cougars take this one. I think it's a 73, 68, somewhere thereabouts final score. And like Dustin said, it's a team playing without pressure. It's a team you know, playing with house money against an opponent that, you know, incredible season this year, Arizona doesn't get the one seed by just being, you know, slappies this year. They were a very, very good basketball team. I'm expecting nothing but a very, very good basketball team uh, going against the Cougars on Thursday. But I think, like you said, that term experience, the just experience generally, the Cougars, you know, running out of backcourt with, you know, fourth year guy in Kyle Edwards, a sixth year guy in Tajay Moore, two fifth year guys in the front court and Fabian white junior in Josh Carlton. I think that kind of experience is going to make the difference. It's kind of a homer pick. I don't care. I'm going with the Cougs by four or five on uh, Thursday night in San Antonio. Yeah. I mean, and another thing experience wise, Kelvin Sampson against Tommy Lloyd. Now I know Tommy Lloyd was an assistant at the highest ranks getting to the national championship multiple times, but that's kind of, that's, it's a different, it's a different show when you're the main guy calling everything. So I think Kelvin Sampson has the coaching advantage too. And look, I got this one. I think it'll be tied up with probably about two minutes left and we'll have to buckle down, but I do have the Houston Cougars getting that win as well. Guys, 
uh, before we get out of here, cause I didn't have any Arizona representation, but um, uh, look, stay tuned. Uh, uh, there's going to be a slew of these podcasts for the sweet 16 folks. Um, but guys, please explain your podcast. Tell everyone to come check out your podcast and what all, cause it's Houston Cougar, anything, right? It is Houston Cougar, anything and everything. We pride ourselves on being Cougar, uh, on being Cougar completionists. Uh, we are going to get uh, every uh, Cougar sport that's out there. We're going to talk about when it's going on, uh, when it's in season. Um, so we do pretty much weekly year-round podcasts, Scott and Holman podcast, uh, wherever you do get your podcasts, you can probably find us. And we are uh, pretty helpless Twitter degenerates. So uh, you'll be doing us a favor if you uh, go follow us on Twitter at sh podcast. And it's that pun that you uh, call me mentioned up top P a W D C a S T S H podcast on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, look as an East Carolina guy, AAC, when it comes to football, Houston keeps a great program. It keeps a great program. And look for years, I'm excited about the Houston, uh, the Houston Cougars going to the big 12, even though it hurts East Carolina, because I'm a, I'm one of these hardcore Texas Longhorn Longhorn haters. Because I believe yes. they're the, they're the main reason why college football realignment and really all sport realignment with conferences, it's just they're always bitching. They're always bitching. I can't wait. Uh, and by the way, shout out to Houston for getting further than the Texas Longhorns of basketball. Yes, yes, yes. We're getting it done, guys. Everyone, like like they said, get on Twitter, follow at s h p a w d c a s t. And also subscribe to their podcast. I'm telling you, they're doing great things over there. We appreciate you guys joining us. And uh, look, please come back and talk Houston Cougar football, or or shall I mention per- perhaps Elite Eight, perhaps Final Four? I don't know. Perhaps I don't know. I don't, I don't, there you go. Fingers crossed. Thank you so much, folks. Remember, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience at TCE on SGPN. Subscribe to me. On uh, or subscribe to me, follow me on uh, on Twitter at uh, what the Colby D. Jeez, I can't even remember. I had like six cups of coffee today, so I'm just over here. I feel like a heroin addict. Um, anyway, subscribe to all those things, and also remember to get the SGPN app. You'll have access to all of our picks and podcasts. So go grab that, and uh, yeah, let's get the hell out of here. Go Houston Cougars. That is Pick Dundee's play of the day there. So Houston plus the points. I say money line. I say money line this thing. Let's go. Uh, you've been listening to the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Do you come from a land down under?